of our lives and the purpose of our lives is to worship you Lord and that is what we do in this very moment we give you glory honor and adoration in Jesus name thank you Lord thank you Lord amen amen Today we are going to talk about the Holy Spirit and how He is so wonderful to us. There is a passage in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 25 and 26, that tells us the story about this man. His name was Simeon. He lived in Jerusalem. He was a good man who was devoted to God, and he was waiting for the time when God will come to help Israel. The Holy Spirit was with him. The Holy Spirit told him that he would not die before he saw the Messiah from the Lord. The Holy Spirit told him that. That means, my friends, that the Holy Spirit is able to talk to each one of us and tell us specific things. Isn't it amazing when you think about it? And I wonder how many times the Lord has said something to you and you maybe were doubting, thinking, is really God talking to me? Probably this morning, you heard something, the Lord telling you something specific about your connection with Him, your relationship with Him, and you were thinking, is that me? Is it the Lord talking to me? Well, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit has the power to speak to you. And he does it more often than you can even imagine. When John the Baptist, the Baptist, the baptizer or the Baptist, was talking to his disciples and the people in Jerusalem about the coming of the Lord Jesus, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, he says, The Lord Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is the one, John who was baptizing people in water, you remember, in the Jordan River. But he said, referring to the Lord Jesus, He is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And some of you, like I have, lived the experience of having this encounter with God, with the Most High God, one day. And in that moment, you knew that was Him. You didn't have any doubts. You just knew it. He is now facing me. He is now talking to me. He's telling me things. And one of the things that he's telling me is that he loves me. And he doesn't want me to live in that way. And perhaps tears came to your eyes. And maybe you feel so overwhelmed. That a fire, exactly, literally, a fire started to burn inside of you to the point that you just thought, 
I need to be close to God. I need to be close to the Lord God Almighty. That, my friend, is the Holy Spirit. The true presence of God. The Lord Jesus said to his disciples in John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Helper will teach you everything and cause you to remember all that I told you. This Helper is the Holy Spirit that the Father will send in my name. He is able to come and help you and teach you everything. And also to remember all the teachings that you have received in the past. It is amazing when you think about this. You are in different situations in your life, wondering about things, and suddenly there is a message coming to your mind. You feel in your heart that it's God talking to you, telling you something. And that is the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, the Holy Spirit himself talking to you, revealing things to you. And you just know, he is talking to me. He is telling me things. The presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Later in Mark chapter 3, verse 11, and also in Luke chapter 12, verse 12, the Lord Jesus said, even when you are arrested and put on trial, do not worry about what you will say. Say whatever God tells you at that time. It will not really be you speaking. It will be the Holy Spirit. Some people get close to the Lord at the beginning of their Christian walk. And they are wondering about things, you know. They don't know much about doctrine. Perhaps that's you. You don't know much about the Bible. You don't know much about the principles in the Scripture. You don't know much about your relationship with the Lord. You just love the feeling, knowing that the Lord is close to you. But you don't know much about the doctrine, about the teachings. And then is when you are wondering, what am I going to say when people ask me the question? What are you doing now on Sunday mornings? You are going to church? What are you doing now watching Christian videos? That doesn't sound like you. Now you are listening to Christian music? That's weird. Now you are not doing these things? Why is that? That's not you. Why you are not doing those things, those things that you used to do, and now you are behaving in this other way? And sometimes you wonder, what should I say when people say those things to me? The Lord Jesus said, do not worry about it. You do not worry. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will tell you what to do, what to say in that particular moment. He will do it. One day also the Lord Jesus said to, to the people in general, thinking uh, what they were debating in their minds, is it possible that the Holy Spirit will be given to everybody? Am I worthy to receive the Holy Spirit? Do I deserve the Holy Spirit? Sometimes people feel that way because they, they are aware of their own sins. They are aware of their lifestyle, what kind of things they do. Not just uh, 
uh, during the day, but sometimes during the night, when they are there by themselves, when there is no one around, and they do certain things, and they say, no, no. Certainly, I don't deserve the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. Then is when the Lord Jesus said this. Luke chapter 11, verse 13. Even you who are bad know how to give good things to your children. So surely your heavenly Father knows how to give the Holy Spirit to the people who ask him. You are able to ask the Lord God Almighty, Lord, I want more of you. I want more of your Holy Spirit in my life. You will receive more of Him if you just ask. If you just ask. But honestly, when was the last time that you say in your prayers, Lord, I want more of you in my life? When was the last time that you were on your knees saying to the Lord God Almighty, Send me more of your Holy Spirit. I want more of your presence in my life. When was the last time that you prayed that prayer? Because the truth is that quite often we find ourselves praying, asking to the Lord, asking Him for what? Material things. That is the reality. We find ourselves asking to the Lord, give me this, Lord. I need money to pay this. I need uh, help with this other thing, this other issue that I am going through. Is it bad to ask for those things? No. What I am saying to you is, it's okay to ask for more of the Holy Spirit in your life. It, it is okay if you do that. In fact, the Lord Jesus, when was already risen and in getting ready to send the Holy Spirit to the disciples in, in the book of Acts, chapter number 1, verse 8, he said, But the Holy Spirit will come on you and give you power. You will be my witnesses. You will tell people everywhere about me, in Jerusalem in the rest of Judea, in Samaria, and in every part of the world. Because the Holy Spirit is interested in dwelling in your heart and giving you power to testify, to be a witness, and say to other people, I know that there is hope. In the midst of your situation, there is hope. And you should be able to speak those words. But what is what happens with so many believers? So many believers are just thinking, that is the preacher's, preacher's job. That's not my job. I do this job, whatever is what you do. And you are thinking, it's not my job to, to tell people about God. What, what can I tell them? I, I don't have the training. I don't have the skills, and honestly, I don't have the courage to tell anything to anyone. I would like to, but I just, I don't have the ability, the skills. How can I say things to people? Then is when the Holy Spirit is going to work in your life. Because He will give you the power 
to speak those words and witness, and be a witness and just say to people what he has done in your life. Friends, when we go to a restaurant and we like the food there, or we go to a store and we like the products there, or we go to a town or we go to a park or wherever we go or we experience and we like, we don't have a problem sharing with others about it, right? We immediately say, hey, I found this awesome restaurant with these avocado sandwiches, and I want you to see the picture. Instagram, Facebook, right away, right? We're just sharing with others how we feel about this particular avocado sandwich in this restaurant. Well, sometimes we go to a place and we see this magnificent view. There is a hill there with beautiful trees and flowers, and you hear the birds singing and whatnot. And the wind is hitting in your face, and you get this sensational feeling, and you said, I want to capture this moment. And you take a picture of Film a video and you share it with friends. Why? Because you want to share with others how wonderful you felt about that particular thing. Well, what about the Lord? What about the Lord? How about you thinking, I want to share with others how I feel about the Lord? Because that is our job. Our job is just to tell people the wonders that the Lord has done in our lives. Could you remember one good thing that the Lord did for you in 2017? Do you remember one magnificent thing that you can say, thank you, Lord, for this particular thing you did for me in 2017? Do you remember one? Well, imagine if you, during the month of January, commit to the Lord and say, Lord, Every time I see someone that I don't know, I will tell them something great that you did in 2017. Because you, Lord, deserve this. You are more important than an avocado sandwich. You are more relevant than a restaurant. You are immensely greater than any view landscape that I can ever experience. Yes, you deserve this, Lord. I want to be your witness. I want to share with others about you, Lord. That is going to happen when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. But it's going to happen when you want and you are ready to do it. It's going to happen. All the believers were praying, chapter 4 of the book of Acts, chapter 4 and verse 31. After the believers prayed, the place where they were meeting shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they continued to speak God's message without fear. The way to be able to preach and share with others about the Lord is without fear. And it's going to, that fear is going to take away, it's going to to be thrown out from your life when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When you say, Lord, I am here willing. <coughs> when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. But what is what the, the, the believers did? They prayed before. Do you understand that? You have to take your time 
to pray. This week I found something so interesting. I was reading different things, and one of the things that I read, I, I, I thought that this is funny. It says that when you are sitting in the barber's chair, eventually you're going to get a haircut. Do you understand? It's just a matter of time. If you go there, eventually it's going to happen. When you are sitting at the barber's chair, eventually you're going to get a haircut. Because you are, there, you are just preparing yourself for that moment. Well, that is the key. You prepare yourself for that moment. That moment where the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and you will be filled with His presence. Because his presence is what will take you through 2018. The presence of the Holy Spirit is, the, is this, the, the force, the power that you need to overcome each obstacle in your life. It doesn't matter what is the problem. It doesn't matter, my friends, how difficult the situation could be. The power of the Holy Spirit in your life will give you the strength to go through it. And then you will say... How magnificent is the Lord. He is so faithful. He is faithful. Romans chapter 15 verse 13 declares, I pray that the God who gives hope will fill you with much joy and peace as you trust in him. Then you will have more and more hope and it will flow out of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to see here hope, joy, and peace. And you tell me if those are not sensational feelings. Hope, joy, and peace. Imagine that every night after you brush your teeth, I hope you do before you go to sleep. You go to your bed and you get a glass of water and you get these pills. One pill of hope, one pill of joy, and one pill of peace. Imagine you could take one pill of each one of those things every night with a glass of water. How will you sleep? How will you wake up? With hope, peace, and joy. And that, my friends, it's available for each one of us when we pray. When we let the Holy Spirit come and fill us with His presence. But it requires a little dedication from our part requires a little effort from our part that we stop what we do and we take our time to reflect on our lives and on Him and say, Lord, I am here. Do something special in my life today. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 6. We show that we are God's servants by our pure lives by our understanding, by our patience, and by our kindness. We show it by the Holy Spirit 
by genuine love. Pure lives. And I understand. Some people might think, pure life, myself, you kidding? You don't know who I am. You don't know what kind of thoughts I have sometimes. You have no idea the kind of things that I say sometimes. You are clueless about my behavior. Oh, you are so naive. You have no idea. Some people think that way. It's impossible. But I have news for you. I was that way. I was once a person with such obscure mentality and ugly behavior. Once I was in darkness. Once I had no hope. Once I felt alone. Once I was broke. Once I was hopeless. Once I didn't have a pure life. Yes, it happened to me. But I remember that in my desperation, the words that came to me were those scriptures telling, cry out to the Lord because he is good to you all. He hears our prayers. The Holy Spirit continued working in my life, remembering me, reminding me, hey, you can get your life in order. And that is one of the things that I tell you today to each one of you. You can get your life in order still today. You can see the miracle in your life. There is hope. While we are alive, this gorgeous Holy Spirit is here with us, just longing to fill our hearts and transform us, change us entirely, renew us, and take all those ugly thoughts out of our mind and take those desires out of our hearts and lead our thoughts to a new destination. Control and quench the desires of the flesh and say, no, I am done with it. I just can't stand that anymore. I'm not going to go in that direction ever again. Then is when you are going to experience a pure life. Because it's, uh, it's open, it's available for each one of us today. We can live a pure life. And we can be understanding. The most important thing that people need in these days is that. That we are understanding with them. Because they are suffering, they are struggling, they have too many problems. And they want to speak with someone that understand them. But that understanding is going to come as a result of a pure life. When we are purified and refined by the fire of the Holy Spirit. And then we become so patient. And we 
become kind to everybody. That is the miracle. It's the miracle of the transformation of our own lives. Stopping living for ourselves. Not being selfish. But just thinking, Lord, how can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I do things for others? And we do that by the Holy Spirit. By genuine love. Because what is what we need? I know the song, right? All you need is love, right? But it's the truth. You know, it's as corny as it can sound and horrible that you may think that song is. But it's the truth. It's what we all need. Men and women, old and young, poor and rich, with or without education. Good-looking person or not. Healthy or not. All that we need is love. And that is what he provides to each one of us. You tell me if you don't feel his love right now. You tell me if you don't feel how much he loves you. You tell me if it is not amazing the feeling of his presence in our hearts when he brings us so much hope. And we are like transported to a different world. It's like being in love. Being in love for the first time. Being in love for the last time. In love with the love of our lives. He, the one true God. He, the giver of life. Who gave his own life. For our rescue. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 15 and 16 declares. The Holy Spirit also tells us about this. First he says. This is the agreement I will make with my people in the future. Says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts. I will write my laws in their minds. <laughs> I love the Lord so much that that miracle happened to me. That miracle is happening in thousands of millions of people throughout the history of Christianity. That we don't need anyone telling us, don't do this, don't do that, don't say that, don't go there. Because he put his law in our hearts and he wrote his law in our minds. And we just know there are some things that we are not going to do. Simply because it is written in our hearts. He wrote it himself. With his own hand. He wrote in our hearts. L-O-V-E. Love. By me. Loved. By me, love through me, love others, love yourself. You have to reject this wrong idea in your mind that you are not worth it. You have to reject this wrong idea in your mind that you are not a good person. You have to reject that because the presence of the Holy Spirit makes you holy. 
and saved. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are going to sing a beautiful song. And I know that you just cannot wait to tell him face to face one day, Lord, thank you for my salvation. And as we start to sing this song, we say, Lord, thank you for forgiving me in the name of Jesus. Thank you for saving my life. In Jesus' name, Lord, you deserve the glory and the honor. say all together, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. <laughs> 